Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. We are still here. We are back. And we are bigger and better than ever. Why? Because of all you listening. Ashley, hello. Hi, Ben. So I was following your fiance's Insta stories this week. And lots of people are wondering if you guys got secretly married because she was wearing two bands. What's up? I hope she listens to this because she's going to be so embarrassed. So why? Oh, because it's hilarious. Uh, If you only knew my uh, sweet little uh, naive uh, fiance, you would laugh at this. So she what happened was she had her bands made already. Um, uh-huh. around her ring and they came in and they're beautiful her bands she has multiple bands well so the her ring that we, we she has is like a diamond in the middle and then she got a band on the top and a band on the bottom so it kind of like um like sandwiches sandwich. it yeah uh-huh um and it came in so she had a maid she had to send her ring overseas which she was super nervous about it was like took like a month and a half to two months it came back last week 
and she put them on. And she wait a second, her engagement ring she had to send away. Yeah, yeah. No, oh Oh my god, she hasn't been wearing it for that long. No, she's been so nervous. Um, so there's all this buildup, and she loves her ring like so much. And it comes in the mail. These bands come in the mail. She puts them on, and she like is in love. And so she, I come home one day, and she shows me the ring and the bands around it. And she says, do you have a problem with me wearing this? And I said, I don't have a problem. Like, I don't care. Like, I I don't, I mean, I guess I don't know like the tradition of it all, but at the same time, if you love it and it like makes you smile, then maybe take it off like a month before the wedding and we'll, you know, you can wear it after that, but I don't care if you wear it till then. And she's like, I don't know. Is that weird? And I was like, I I don't, I don't, maybe it's weird. To me, it is weird, but I'll explain later. Yeah. And so we kind of went back and forth on this and she took them off for like a couple hours. And then a couple hours later, she put them back on. I saw her sitting at the table and she was like looking at her (laughs) ring. I was like, how about you just wear it? Like if you love them and it makes you happy and like you're proud of it, then like wear it. And, and so right now I think she's still wearing them. Uh, I, I have a feeling she'll take them off at some point because I think her mom maybe mentioned to her that like, Hey, Jess, like that's a little, like you should wait, but like bad luck. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's bad luck. No, no bad luck. Yeah. As much as just like, kind of like, yeah, like you said, like it's a little traditional, traditional, traditional. Yeah. So yes, she is wearing her bands. We did not get secretly married. Um, we are, are still engaged. Our wedding is still set, but uh, she's doing this just because I think she's like so excited. I don't know. That's so cute. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. It's just like a cool step to take when it's the yeah. time to take that step. You know, like I okay. like to be official when things are official. I'm very traditional. I know you guys are. So I would recommend just for like sake of well, not regretting it yeah. and it not being special when the time actually comes to not wear it right now. But, you know, it's totally up to her. My, that rolls me over into another question. How do you feel about man engagement bands? Like if you got yours huh. now, would you wear it? Um, No. And here's why. For another reason, I'm not going to probably wear a ring. I'm going to get <gasps> one. Just time out. Ben, no. Time no, out. No, Ben, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to get one tattooed on. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I have a weird thing I always have with uh, rings. Like, they kind of make me feel claustrophobic. And, <laughs> um, and like, they always have. Like, I've never worn a ring. Uh, I used to try because one of the producers on the show wore a ring, Alon. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. And I'm going to try it. And then I did. And it gave, like, gave me, like, panic attacks. Um, <laughs> it's like your genie braces. You know how, like, the genie, yeah. he felt so free once the braces came uh. off his wrist. It's gonna. It's exactly how I'm gonna. I felt so. I was like, I think I'm gonna get tattooed, and she's cool with it. I'm still. Yeah, that's gonna, cool. I'm still gonna get a band, uh, and and try to wear it. Uh, for okay. It, but like, it's a good backup. So no, I, I'll be honest. As much as I'm excited about marrying uh, Jessica, I am not looking forward to having a ring. That's my. But thing. like in in my traditional mind, it's totally okay for you to have it tattooed on. Oh, yeah. For me, I just need an outward symbol. That you are married and taken. Oh yeah, I'm not like I'm not trying to hide that part. I'm I'm mostly trying to just say like I don't want something on my finger, and I play with everything on my like body. I'm always a a fiddler. Like right now, I have a uh, water cap that I'll spin this whole podcast because I'll probably get a little anxious and I'll just spin it. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's a, the big thing. But we had a uh, that's a great question because that, we had a big conversation around this ring. Uh, and her bands. And I just think, I mean, it's kind of cute for me to see her so excited and love this 
you know, piece of jewelry so much that she just doesn't want to take it off. It makes me like, it makes my heart warm. So, so cute. Yeah. Uh, also, Ashley, another big thing. Um, after the Easter weekend here, uh, last night, I got my very first uh, like real facial from uh, Jessica because she is opening mm-hmm. up her spa in Denver and we painted it all weekend. Um, Fun. Yeah. But she gave me this facial and I need to ask you this. She made the comment to me and, you know, she makes comments to me that like, my friends probably could make, and I would get less mad at my friends. But like she said, your face just like really sucked up all that moisturizer. Like you, you have really dry skin. And I was like, I didn't even comment. I was like, I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but question for you, yeah, like, is it common after a facial to have like all of the liquid just like gone off of your face? Like, I feel like I had really dry skin, and I don't want to tell her that. But I feel like I did. Well, after a facial, you'd probably feel like more hydrated than you did going into it. Oh, I do. I do. Okay. Well, I think that also it's, there's a difference, and she'll tell you this, between dry skin and, and not hydrated skin. Like one is like natural. You're born with dry skin uh-huh. um, and you have to like kind of overcompensate. And then not being hydrated means that you're not like treating it properly with the right products and with enough water. Mm. So we're have to get a, we're have to figure out what I'll you are, her. especially in Denver, being that you Super are in such a dry climate. Yeah, that well, we don't really know what it is. I'm learning a lot but about I'm my sure skin. Sure, she's going to get you covered. Uh, Apparently, you said that Jess is that Jess said your skin was fed up. Are you sure she didn't mean like it sucked all the hydration into it because it was so thirsty? Yeah, I think that's what she meant. I don't really know the skin <laughs> stuff, Ashley. Obviously, You're going to learn. I'm going to be learning a lot. And she knows so much. I mean, she's always talking about skin. And my friends now, all my guy friends have these like pimples and stuff on their face. And it's hilarious because like when they're alone with just like the two of us, they'll be like, hey, uh, Jess, uh, I know this is weird, but like. Can you look at this spot on my face? I'm about to do the same thing because that girl, she's good. She's got magic hands. Well, remind remind the listeners where they can book her yeah. when it is open. It's going to be called uh, uh, Just Skin Denver uh, or Just Skin Denver. Um, and then it's she's uh, opened up a spot in, uh, on South Pearl Street, which is an awesome little area down uh, just south of the city. Huge, huge deal for her. So yeah, we painted all weekend. I have paint in the oddest of places. I don't know if you've ever painted like ceilings and trim. I've never. No. But, woo. I've painted an armoire before. Yeah, that's it the got biggest my thing eyebrows and everything. Uh, well, hey, that's enough about that. Uh, Ashley, we got a good podcast coming up. We got Heather Martin coming on in just a bit. We also have uh, the guys from this upcoming season released. We're gonna dive into all of this. Um here in just a second but before we do let's take one break and we come back we're going to break down katie thurston's men along with talking to heather martin what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why pamper swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100 percent leak proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a 
Dead End, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ashley, uh, we're going to do this a few times uh, on this podcast, but today is what we call our first reactions, which is the most judgmental, uh, <laughs> most surface level thing that we probably ever do on this podcast. I'm sure I do more, uh, but we're going to read their names, where they're from, and we have their pictures pulled up here. So we're going to give our first reactions uh, to Katie Thurston's men. Uh, and who we mm-hmm. think they are. This means nothing except it's hopefully going to help all the listeners become more familiar with some of the names that they'll be watching as the Bachelorette rolls out in just a few short months. Uh, Ashley, we're going to start here with Trey. Trey's 26. He's from Covington, Georgia. Yeah, and you guys, I want you to follow along if you can, if you're not in the car or whatnot. So we're looking at Us Weekly's breakdown. Uh, if you go to Us Weekly and you type in Katie Thurston's potential season 17 Bachelorette cast revealed, Follow with us. See if we're right, in your opinion. If we're wrong, Andrew's first. Yes? First, Ashley. We got Andrew S. He's 26 years old from Waukegan, Illinois. Sweet face. Very kind man. That guy. Kind dude. That's what we're going to say about him. Next up, we got Austin. He's 25 from Mission Viejo, California. (laughs) He looks like... He's going to be a, he's really good. He's really going to try to put the moves on. Yeah. What I'm seeing in this one, I'm seeing this. He is about to be uh, a night one, a night one, like name that we talk about. I think, I think he's going to have a great first reaction. Here's one that's been getting a lot of attention uh, from some former uh, bachelor alumni. Uh, His name is Bo. I think Bayo. Bayo, okay. His name is Bayo. He's 36 from Concord, New Hampshire. Okay, I like this guy. I mean, he's obviously very handsome. He looks like he could be a model, and I like that he's 36. I think this guy, if he doesn't end up uh, as the winner this season, I think you're going to see him as a very hot name in paradise. That's my thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got Brandon, 26, from Mokinia, Illinois. Okay, he kind of reminds me of Francine from Arthur in the way that Ben Flanick reminds some people of Francine. Yeah, he uh, he has a story to tell. I, I'm, sa- <laughs> I'm saying that because of his necklace with a ring on it. That represents something uh, that he's wearing in this picture. Oh my goodness. Could it be like an old wedding ring from somebody mm. who passed away? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, Ash. Well, here's Brendan. He's 26 from Toronto, Canada. He's like too clean cut for me. Yeah. You know what? That guy, uh, he's very similar to me and that he can't grow a beard if he tried his hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like guys who can't grow beards. Well, you married I'm not one. saying I don't like this guy. <laughs> Christian. He's 26 from Newbury port, Maryland. Could you, it's Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts, yeah. From, and it looks like he yeah. took this picture on Harvard's campus. He is preppy, preppy, preppy. I have to agree with you. That's what I want to say. He is a very preppy man uh, from Massachusetts there. Uh, Cody, 27 from Montclair, New Jersey. 
real estate agent i was gonna say he could sell me a home any day of the <laughs> week oh man uh we got connor b29 from columbia illinois he wants to start trouble uh, you know i see it opposite i think he is uh, a wallflower i don't think he says really? much i don't think we hear much from him and I'm I'm trying to look at the I, I originally thought this picture had him with a shirt on with a bunch of hearts on it and I was like, oh no, but no, nah, it's not true. Yeah, are I just strawberries? Don't, I don't I don't know what they no, are. No, they're not uh, strawberries yeah, either. Just a little design. Uh we got Connor C twenty eight from Edmond, Oklahoma. I like this guy. He just reminds me of somebody that I know, so he is a familiar face to me. Uh I'm saying the same thing as I said earlier. I don't think we hear much from him. I think he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a sweet man. Uh, but I just don't, I don't see him rocking the boat enough to be around very long. David 27 from New York, New York. Well, this guy is standing in front of this architectural thing in New York that every time I drive by, I'm like, what is that? Yeah. Is that a roller coaster or is it just look like a roller coaster? So I'm distracted by that. I, uh, uh he might be in my top three. I think this oh, dude, okay. yeah, he he has the look already, right? He has his chin held high. He's smiling big. He knows how to pose for a photo. I I could see this dude being around a while. Um, Dennis, yeah, he looks nice. I like him. Dennis, 26, from Chicago, Illinois. Dennis is the eager guy. You know, the guy that's always over eager and like looks at the girl like just with hungry eyes. That's yeah, him. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna share his heart on night one and, and be broken. Um, mm-hmm. Poor guy. Just <laughs> just tough breakup there for him. Uh, Gabriel, 35, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Adrian Brody? Like, this is this guy an artiste? Ooh, an artiste. I think this is a guy where, like, his picture doesn't do him justice. Okay. You know, like, he's going he's gonna to come in, and he might be a fan favorite. Uh, similar like to like Tyler Cameron. Yeah. Okay. Garrett, 29, from Salinas, California. Don't tell me this guy doesn't look like Bradley Cooper. Uh, kind of does. Yeah, good looking guy. Yeah. yeah real broad yeah. shoulders he's on that. He's very comfortable fella. in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like a he's he's just like the the decent guy with broad shoulders and probably puts on a suit and looks real good. A hey, Greg 27 from Edison, New Jersey. Okay, so I kind of saw um Ryan Gosling in this, like a poor man's Ryan Gosling in like a Sean Boothy sort of way. Interesting. Yeah, I you know, this guy he might be cuter on TV. He's he's a sweet he's a sweet man. Uh he really loves his family. Uh he he has great deep friendships. Um and he's gonna have a hard time stepping away from them. Uh we got Hunter 34 from San Angelo, Texas. I love these stories that, that Ben makes up. <laughs> uh we got another eager one here. Uh I don't see him going very far. He's kind of reminds me of boy band uh manager from last season. Yeah, what I say about him is Hunter is going to have a really hard time in the house. And here's why. Um <laughs> his his hair takes at least 45 minutes to get ready, mm-hmm. and you probably have at most 20 minutes in those little bathrooms when you're in the mansion, and at some point he's going to snap because the perfectly placed spikes uh aren't going to work anymore, and the poor guy, <laughs> it's not going to go okay for him. Um we got James, he's 30 from New York, New York. I love comparing guys to previous seasons. Obviously, this guy reminds me like of a Ben. Not yeah. you, Ben, but Ben from Tasha's season. Why doesn't he remind you of me? Um, no, say it. You can say it, Ashley. 
this guy looks more like Ben. That's why. And his eyebrows are too groomed for a man. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say because he's got big waxed. arms. He's got big arms. Uh, this is I the... don't notice stuff like that. Oh, come on. Well, this is the guy. Uh, I notice he shaves his arms, which is which is something that I've considered multiple times in my life. Done it once. He shaves his arms and waxes his brows. Yeah. I mean, hey, spend some time. Uh, okay. We got Jeff 31 from Cranford, New Jersey. This guy needs a new haircut. Yeah. Well, you know, I've tried it. I uh, I had a little uh, back. You could probably find some pictures. Uh, back in 2016, I grew my hair out, uh, had a little recession on the sides, uh, tried <laughs> to make up. got a recession, guys. Yeah. And it just didn't go well for me. Finally, one of my buddies says, hey, Ben, you need to cut your hair. Um, that just isn't working for you anymore. Hey, John, 27 from Santa Cruz, California. I like this guy, too. Yeah, he's in top three. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's dashing. Bayo. Uh, and, and this guy, and then, uh, the guy from New York, New York, I'm, I'm, I'm liking him. Here's Joshua 25 from Pembroke Pines, Florida. I like Joshua too. Good vibes. Yeah. This is the guy we're going to watch, uh, at least for one episode doing bicep curls in the, uh, at the mansion around the pool or <laughs> Probably. I guess they're not going to be at the mansion. So wherever this season shooting new, New Mexico, maybe mm -hmm. uh, Justin 26 from Ellicott. Uh, Maryland. He may want to start some trouble. Uh, he looks like he's trying to be a tough guy in this picture. He has the same shirt I have. I wear, you know, here's the thing. I wear that shirt on nights out with my buddies when I'm trying to make a statement. He's wearing that shirt, uh, to be cool. Uh, so you take that for what you will. <laughs> um, Carl okay. 33, Miami, Florida. I don't have much to say about him. Um, there's a lot he, left unknown from this picture <laughs> way to just take it to another level. Yeah. Uh, we got Kyle 26 from Sarasota, Florida. Nice enough. Uh, boy next door. He's wearing a lot of one these of, guys are young. Yeah. He's one, he's wearing one of those, uh, shirts. I like wearing them. They're like, uh, like the, Thermals. uh, yeah, is that what they're called? Like they're, like they're like long underwear material. Uh, this like is not... Jared's favorite kind of shirt too. Yeah, and and anytime a guy wears that shirt, uh, you know he likes to be comfortable. Uh, you know he feels good in his own skin. Like that guy is more about comfort than he is about uh, fashion, and I respect mm -hmm. it. I respect it. Landon, twenty five, Bakersfield, California. I take back that the other guy needs a haircut. This guy needs to figure out his hair situation even more. Yeah, terrible tan lines on this fella because he wears about 10 bracelets. Uh, <laughs> so his wrists are pure white. Uh, never getting a tan, especially in New Mexico. Marcus, 30, Vancouver, Washington. He's sweet, too. I really like his look. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be around a while. Kind of like I said earlier, this picture doesn't do this guy justice. Like, it's a good picture. He's smiling. You put it on your LinkedIn all those things. But when you get to know him, I think we're going to like him. I think uh, we're going to like him. Marty, 25 from Reno, Nevada. This guy is like rad, as our producer Amy would say. Like he's got edge and um, he looks like he could be like from another era with his style. He's wearing, I think it's a flower uh, earring. And when people do that, I automatically like get nervous around them. And here's why. Because they're just cooler than me. Like if you a can wear a flower earring or, or no, a feather, a fe earring. feather earring, feather earring, a feather yeah. earring. When, <laughs> when I see somebody wearing a feather earring, my like my social anxiety 
heightens because I go, there's no way I'm cool enough for this person. And to be well, look at his rings, Ben. They must be making you very claustrophobic. Yeah, this is a lot. Uh, Michael A. 36 <laughs> from Akron, Ohio. Oh, man, this guy is going to just really struggle to stay around. Like he's the one that pleads to stay when it, there's, it's just not happening. Yeah, I mean, he's he's on the older side of this cast. Mm-hmm. he's i mean that has to play with you a little bit right like to be the oldest person in the house uh um, he's not the oldest but he's oh, tied he's tied, he's tied. Yeah. yeah so I, I would see the same thing um moving on then to mike p31 from surprise arizona he's fine um i wonder if religion is going to come up with him because he's really sporting the cross necklace yeah it's it's you know yeah the cross necklace is hanging out i mean it looks like and he's got a band too. Yeah, he, it looks like to me, um, this guy falls asleep with his teeth teeth whiteners on, um, <laughs> which is never fun. If you've ever done that, it really gets the uh, it really it scares gets, me. You know, it gets the gums going. They can kind of get sensitive. Uh, we get Courtney, twenty six from Arlington, Texas. Courtney spells his name very interestingly. I it's hope like I a said quarter, it right. yeah. a Courtney, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, he definitely doesn't know how to pose for a photo. He's even got a little stomach, uh, showing mid-drift. as the breeze hits his little shirt. Mid-drift. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, who doesn't hate, who doesn't love a little mid-drift? Uh, Tanner 28 from Del Mar, California. Oh, Tanner. I wonder how Tanner feels about there being another Tanner. I don't know if this guy is going to stick around very long. We'll see. He's a sweet dude. He looks older uh, than his age. He's yeah. a little dorky. A little dorky. Who doesn't love a little dorky? A little nerdy. No, everybody loves a little dorky. Tom S. 28 from San Diego, California. He looks very confident. Yeah. He, he could be like one of those guys that like borders between confident and cocky. Yeah. He knows how to pose for a photo. He has very tight pants on and very he's not tight. facing the camera, right? So he's kind of sitting to the side, which is always a, a strong move because if you face the camera with tight pants on, it just gets awkward. Um, but so, it's almost as if he's trying to draw attention to his package area by having his hands there. Well, Hey, at least confidence Th- move. Thomas, Thomas is confident. Trey 26 from Covington, Georgia. Another friendly face. I don't know that this guy has a face that we can't like, like, I don't know if this yeah. face can belong to a personality that we don't like. Another big paradise guy. I feel like he's going to do really well in paradise. We're going to need to know him better. Uh, and we're really going to fall in love with him. Victor 32 from Galveston, Texas. This looks like like a salt of the earth type man. I feel like he works with his hands. Uh, he's got some crow's feet and a very, uh, full beard. He reminds me Again, like it's almost like a Sean Booth like vibe, mm. even though like I don't think this guy is as attractive as Sean Booth. He has an alligator skin uh, belt on, which makes me think that fashion is important. If you if you could scroll down on this photo, I bet he has cowboy boots on totally. um, to match his alligator skin uh, belt. I'm a big fan of alligators. If you don't know this about me, they're they're my favorite. Uh, which actually, you do know about me because you, you, you got yeah. you got me. You sent me a crocodile. It's still sitting right beside me right now. <laughs> Stop! Is it like on your mantle? Uh, hold up, let me get it here. You have it in arm's reach. That's so sweet. Oh my god! Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's a big deal for me. When, when Ashley Iconetti sends you a gift, you keep it. I mean. I, I wish I would have got it signed on the belly region. Um, but 
I can always say when all my friends come over, they're like, oh, sweet crocodile. I'll say, you know who sent me that? Ashley Iconetti. Yes, the Ashley Iconetti. Uh, oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Thank Ash- you, Ben. Ashley, that's all the guys. Uh, here's my first take on these dudes. I think it might be the best looking group of men that I've seen going into a show uh, in a long time. I would concur. Like, you know how the past couple seasons, just based on the initial pictures, we've been like, oh my uh, God, yeah. what, what are we poor so-and-so. Like, it's yeah. not the greatest looking bunch. And then they always turn out to be very nice looking on TV. This season, I'm looking at these photos and I don't feel an initial bad for Katie. Like, no. if this is what they look like in the pictures, they're going to look even better in real life. You hope so, right? Like, that's what yeah. we're thinking because it's traditionally the way. I mean, I remember when um, Hannah Brown season came out and we were like, whoa, yeah, what is going on? And then they ended up being some, like, really good-looking dudes and it, it all makes sense in the end. Uh, super nice-looking guys uh, from all over the U.S., a, a, a wide age range. I think that's one thing that people are going to continue to pay attention to. Um, the age range here on Katie's season is pretty wide. We have, like, what, 20... What's the low, or, uh, youngest? I think it's I think it's twenty five to thirty six, which is good and very similar to Claire and Tasha's season, except for Katie smack in the middle of those ages. At I think she's thirty one or thirty two, so it'll. So I think it's all great and age appropriate for. Her. Not that I can determine what is age appropriate for her; she can choose whatever she wants. But like, I think those are, that's the age range that I would be interested in if i were 30 in a bachelorette well it looks like that's the majority of the cast of course we don't know who's confirmed until abc releases it to the website so we will uh update you when that comes out anyway we have one girl here in the waiting room should oh, we take a break bro- and let and let the the anticipation simmer or oh, should heather we bring Ma- heather right in no heather martin will be coming on right after the break here's the thing ashley is gonna grill her for everything <laughs> good that happened uh, on her time during Matt James's season of The Bachelor. We'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. All right, it's the moment that we've all been waiting for since we got news last night that you were coming on. (laughs) Heather, thanks for being here. We have more questions for you than I feel like we've had for guests in a long time oh my Uh, goodness (laughs) burning questions you know like behind the scenes questions we had a great conversation with joe park last week and we had so many questions for him love him so much but we uh, we got a lot of bachelor related questions for you i'm nervous all right i'm sorry have you done an interview since this is my first interview (gasps) we feel very privileged yes of course you guys are always first so Okay, so take us back. When did you start having the initial thoughts to possibly want to go on Matt's season? Or were you trying to meet him off camera first? So no, to be honest, so and it all okay, so back up, it all started. Um, so Hannah obviously was really good friends with Matt and she quarantined with them. Yeah. 
the whole quarantine crew thing. And then she went back to Alabama. Then she was like transitioning to LA. So she was going to move to LA, but she's like, Hey, can I come stay with you in San Diego for a couple of weeks? And I was like, yeah, of course. So that was at the like first of July or like the 30th of June. And she came and literally the first thing she said, like we had talked, but like small talk, we hadn't talked anything about that really. But when she got to my house, the first thing she said, she's like, Oh my goodness, Heather, like you and Matt would be such an amazing match. Like, it's crazy. Like you would really like him and he'd really like you. Like, it's just like, she was like, had like an epiphany almost. Um, and I was like, Oh really? Like, I didn't think much about it. I never really, I knew he'd already at that point he was already announced because right. mid June announced as bachelor. I was just like, Oh, like, dang it. Like, that's a bummer. But like, didn't really think much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout those couple weeks that she was here, she just like continued to talk about him and like talk about her time there. Cause like, that was like a lot of her life, you know, the past few months. Yeah. Um, and the more she talked about it, she's like, oh, dang, like she was so passionate about it. And it got me like, okay, wait, I started like thinking about it and being like, that's really rare for like her to really say anything. Cause she doesn't, she's not just like this, like matchmaker that tries to do it all the time. Like when she says something, she like means it. So I was like, dang it. Like that's such a bummer. Were you attracted think, to him? Yeah, I was attracted to him. I just hadn't like, the fact that he was the bachelor, like it was already just like, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to go back on the bachelor. I think that just wasn't even like a possibility in my brain. I never even went there. So I just didn't think about it, but I was like, dang it. It's really rare for, for someone, one of my really good friends who knows me so well to think that there's a guy out, the guy that she knows really well, that we'd be really good match and like all the qualities and faith and just everything about us. Um, so it was just like kind of a bummer. But I still, again, wasn't like, I didn't know him. I didn't really, I just knew what, talk, like she talked about him. But I was just like, dang. But then it, it continued, it continued like over the next couple months and she continued to talk about him. And I was like, oh, she's like, Heather, what if you just went on the show? And I was like, no. Like at first I was like, like, there's no way I'm going back on that. Like, it's just, there wasn't even like a thing I could think about. And then, yeah. And then <laughs> just well, the wait a second, out of all, all of this time, because it's like over almost a span of months. Why didn't she say, let me get you on FaceTime with him or let me, or like, maybe we'll go see him if he's in LA doing press or something like that. Why didn't she try to at least have you guys meet in person so that if there really was enough of a chemistry and connection that you could go on the show and he'd be really accepting of it. So I did like, she was on FaceTime with him. Like I said, hi, um, she didn't want to like, impose like she didn't want to say anything and she's like if there was anything to happen like I don't want to like say anything but she kept telling him the same thing and I think um he he just didn't know me as well so it was just like a thing that we didn't want to meet he was going to come to LA and I wanted to she was like come up and see him and then he didn't end up coming and seeing her so they didn't see each other at that point um and by the time I was actually like serious about it it was like it was already like he was like going out to be filming so um, so before, yeah. besides saying hi on FaceTime, no mm-hmm. real meeting. Yeah, no. Okay. That was it. It's a, uh, it's, it's a weird time too, because, you know, Becca Tilly came on, on my season and I'd mm-hmm. met her once in passing and I was like, you know, but I was going to be the bachelor. And so at the same time, you're like, Hey, this is weird, but if there's something here, just come on the show because you kind of have that, like. I guess the selfish desire of like, I don't, I don't know. Like I want to give this a try being yeah. a bachelor and try to date at the same time. So then you decide 
uh, at some point to go on to this season, right? How at nervous one point. were you? Yeah. <laughs> at how, and, and, and how nervous were you? Like what's going through your head? Um, so yeah, at the point I start, so I started at that point when I was like, okay, I really need to meet this guy. It was like, I'm going to regret it. If I don't, I like wait. I was like, what am I going to regret more? And so I was like, so then I started like trying to reach out and talking to, you know, producers and stuff. And then, um, I was terrified. Like I, I was absolutely terrified. I was like, there's no way I can do this again. And I know like, I wouldn't be coming in with like, I knew what is, it wasn't gonna be like open arms, welcoming me in. And also just like going through that whole thing again. Like, it's really not like my natural personality to do that, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really, I was really terrified, but I, I literally was just like, my 2020 motto was like, everything that I'm afraid of doing, I just have to like do it anyways. And just like be bold. And like, I'm like, what am I going to regret more if I don't try or if I try? So I just, I did it. Okay. So what week was it that you ended up calling them as far as film dates? Because we know that they started filming the first, second week of October. So when did you start making the calls? Um, I mean, I was in, I was talking to them before that. And I think they were just like, um, not sure. We and heard so it, rumors. They weren't so down with the idea, which is actually shocking to me. I don't know why they wouldn't be. Um, yeah, like they were just like, I don't, I, it was just like kind of up in the air. It okay. was just like, not sure. Um, yeah, it was just like, it was like we were, they were, we were in talks and they were like talking about it. And I think they were just like thinking through like, what could work, what couldn't work, what's going to be best for Matt. Um, and so it was just kind of like, it was all like we were in talks um, for a bit. It was for a while. And so I was kind of just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so and it, it was never an option for you to go in with the other late arrivals in week three or four? I don't know if it was, see, I knew nothing about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was an option for them. It could have been. Um, but I think there's just so many people, I don't know. They weren't like, telling me like what was happening obviously and letting me know about there's extra girls and all these things. So like, it was just like, we'll keep you posted. Not sure that kind of thing. So, I mean, and and credit to you, you're staying in it. You're pursuing it. You're interested in it because you're interested in this guy. Like this isn't ideal for you. You don't want to show up to a show late in the season, you know, cause a little ruckus. Like you, you were actually like into him and you wanted to see if this could work. So then you fly out to the filming, walk us through, how did this work? How did it happen? Where were you staying? Uh, There's so much unknown, (laughs) so many things that you have to clarify. What did it it work out like? Let's be real. Did you book that flight? I did. I did book the flight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, um, <laughs> so I taught, I had like my last, cause I was telling you, like I, we were in talks. It was like back and forth, not sure, blah, blah. And I was just like, at that point I was like frustrated, but also I was like, I put so much thought into this at this point. And like, I've invested, you know, cause when, once you think about something for so long and you like, yeah. I put a lot of energy, I'm just like, it has to happen. I was like, I got to make this happen like one way or another. And so I had, um, like a final conversation with one of the producers. And he's like, I can't see how we can make this work. Um, I don't think it's going to work. And I was like, 
we're making it work. So I, so yeah, so what, what I did is I- What a story or a potential love story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I literally that day, um, just, I literally booked a red eye from LAX to Pittsburgh and rented a minivan and drove to Nemecolon the next morning. So. Why did you rent a minivan? Because <laughs> it was such a, like a joke for everyone. It was so funny that that was like, that became a joke because at first, like when they, so I just like got to the airport and I was like, I got to rent a car and went to enterprise. Like, Oh, we have a minivan. I was like, yeah, sure. Of course. Like, You're like yeah, perfect not, TV. Did not think <laughs> twice. I, was like, I had no, like, I was laughing. I was like, aha. Like I took, I was taking videos of myself, like got a minivan, thought nothing of it. Like, I was just like, this is great. Fits on my bags. Like whatever. Thought it was kind of funny. Hadn't, I didn't think my car was going to be like, I just didn't have thinking. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was so funny. That became a thing. I was stoked about the minivan, had no idea what was going to happen, but um, yeah, that was that. I, that was all me. I <laughs> always rent a minivan if I can rent a car because, you know, at some point, hopefully in my life, if, if I'm blessed, I'll, I'll have the opportunity to drive a minivan full time um, and needed to need to, <laughs> but I'm always down for it. Uh, Heather, Heather <laughs> knowing you through the podcast and getting to meet you, and knowing your story on Colton season, which was you had never been kissed and you were a little more shy, a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. You now find yourself draw, driving across Pennsylvania in a minivan <laughs> on your way to surprise a nationally televised show. <laughs> what is going through your head and how are you not panicking? How are your pits not sweating out? Like, how is this? They not, were. <laughs> how is this not a mess? It, I honestly... Ben, I don't know. Like it was so crazy. And I was like, what the entire time I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm like, this is just, it's just like anti my normal thing. I just felt like, to be honest, I just felt this like strong sense of like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't, I don't know why, like, it was very weird. I just was like, I just, I have to do, um, I just really, really felt that way. And so I just went with it. And I was like, the entire time like when I got like boarded the plane I was like Heather like what are you doing like you're a psycho like what's happening and just like kept going I was so nervous I think I I think the most nerve I think when I was driving up to Nebuchadnezzar was like the scariest moment of my life I was like what in the world is happening okay so when you're driving (laughs) up to security did you text producers that morning be like hey just letting you know I am on my way um I think they they, yeah. they kind of had a warning. Yeah. Okay. They were so, tracking flights. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Chris Harrison really wasn't prepared, though, when he saw you. That was, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It was, okay. So uh, you, yeah. you, you were staying at a, a motel and they were, they like basically said, go back to it while we make this decision. Did you really go back to a motel or did they say, okay, oh here, we have a room I for you saying, at Nemecolon? Um, I don't know what I'm allowed to say, guys. I was saying, <laughs> at, I was saying at a ho- like a Hampton Inn, mm-hmm. a beautiful Hampton Inn. And yeah, I think they, um, after that conversation, we had a, a quite a long conversation and then um, they called me soon after. I think they just like okay. made a decision, and then I started quarantining. Okay, um, with them. Oh, okay, so Heather. I, oh, Heather. 
I have like so a lot good. more. There's, <laughs> there's no so, judgment here either because here's the thing. You have Ashley Ike and Eddie who is like a hopeless romantic and loves yeah. this story. And like yeah. would, if this is the way this turned out where you met your husband, she would be in tears watching it. And then you have me who's like, I just can't believe you did it. Like this is- <laughs> No, it's like, yeah, to me, it's not shocking at all, nor is it like really wacky to me. Like I, I could see myself sort of doing this, but this is where I, this is where I stop maybe seeing myself doing it, especially after how many times I've done the show and all that. And you only, you only did it once. So like, whatever, fight, just just do it. (laughs) If you feel it, just do it. It's not like you're like seemingly desperate by going your second time to try to meet a guy that you know your best friend thinks that you'd be so well fitted with okay so but this is this is what i'm like when you found out that after quarantining for a certain amount of days you'd be going in during the top six row ceremony the ceremony that narrowed it down to top six were you did you at all think oh crap it is too far in honestly i didn't know that at that point okay um I I mean I knew like obviously it wasn't night one I knew it was not like week one or two but I had no idea like I knew it was the rose ceremony I but like I just didn't know like how many girls were left I knew I didn't know other girls had come in like but at that point I was like I I was like I mean to enter a rose ceremony was like absolutely terrifying and like walking up those stairs and I was like oh my gosh what do you guys like what do I have to do but you looked was, stunning like, like just to oh, let you know you. like you looked so beautiful that <laughs> it must have been so hard for him to say no oh you're so sweet thank you but no I was just like I was already at I was like I did all this and I've quarantined like there's yeah. no way I'm gonna like I was like even if I make an absolute fool of myself which I like was expecting to do like I prepared myself mm-hmm. I was like this is gonna not gonna like make me look in the best lights. But I was like, whatever. I was like, I'm here. I went through everything like to get here. I'm like, whatever. The people who know me know me and love me. And I'm already like, they know I'm a weirdo. So like whatever other people have to say, it's like, whatever. I think it was very strong of you. Thank very you. brave. I mean, to 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 really just kind of know that there was like a 90% chance of you were going to like quote make a fool of yourself. That's awesome to me <laughs> thank you I was a hundred percent chance in my brain I was like there's no way it's like I mean I like know you know I know the process so I knew what was going to happen but I was just like it's worth it you know either way it, I was doing something I was afraid of and I was like it'll be a story or it'll be you know it could work out so I didn't know so but. let's talk about that night okay Matt's reaction to you were you happy with it I would have been happy with it. I think that he was actually quite receptive to you and very sweet the way he handled it. Yeah, he was so sweet. Like I was like walking to Chris Harrison was like I was saying is like the scariest moment of my life. But I think like that was the second scariest moment of my life. Like walking up, having to just walk in past the girls and like, I didn't know if I should smile. I didn't know if I should wave. Like I had no idea. I was like literally like shaking. Um, but he, when I walked in, he just started dying laughing for like, like a weird amount of time. And I was just like, it just made (laughs) like that, like put me at ease. Like it just made me feel like immediately comfortable. You know, I was like, okay, like it felt like someone I knew and like not, it just wasn't scary. So I just like it, his presence just immediately put me at ease. Um, he was so happy. He's like, I'm so excited. It was just like, yeah, I was very, very appreciative of his response for sure i uh 
did you uh did you black out like do you remember <laughs> do you remember the moment when you walked into the room that was i, I was watching it i just want to know like did you know at all what you were doing and saying <laughs> it was kind of weird like right before like i because with colton when i did that when i got out of the limo like i completely blacked out like i had no idea what was happening but for some reason like as i was pulling up in the minivan before um i just had like it was like I was really scared, but it was just like, I was with it. Like, I was like, I had like a weird sense of peace. I was like, okay. So I kind of do, I kind of was like, it felt more normal. I feel like, because like he felt more like a human than like this idolized celebrity crush person. Mm -hmm. Totally. All right. We have to talk about the girls because they were very mean to you. It was another point of bullying in this season. How do you feel about them now? Um, I have no like bad feelings about the girls now. Um, I understood where they were coming from and like, I understood they were frustrated. And I think that's why I was like, I was really sad and shocked about the reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I have no ill will towards the girls or any like negative feelings. I, I think they were just like, I understood it. So they're protective. Uh, I, I mean, all season, right? We went from like with these, with this cast, like bullying to, um, being just like mean. I don't know if you can like separate the two. Um, and it was just like another sign of that, but also they're yeah. protective. That just feels like you're invading their space a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. um, Heather, you know, you go through this whole season, this becomes a storyline. I'm super intrigued at what your life looks like now because there's been rumors co- go flying around, right? You've been in the headlines still even past this. You were in the headlines for people thinking they edited you out of um, uh, the uh, Women Tell All. And then there's headlines saying that Matt and you are together. So what's going on in life? <laughs> yeah, I mean, life is pretty much back to normal. Like, um, yeah, like there it, life is back is, to normal and I'm dating Matt. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm not dating Matt. Um, I think he has a lot going on in his life. Like sure he does. is, you know, he's going through a ton. I can't even imagine. Um, which is like so many different aspects. So just of the show, just everything. Um, so I think he has a lot going on right now. So no, I'm not dating Matt. Where did that rumor Where come that- from though? Like how, how why do you how do you how would you explain it starting? I don't know. I just started getting people just said thing. He was a headline that his location on Instagram was the same location one night as yours. Uh, oh, that was the start of it. Yes, yes, yes. That was the start of it. But he was in San Clemente and I was in San Clemente. Okay, yeah. That was like a while ago. Just a co- um, coincidence. Yeah, I I mean San Clemente's like 30 minutes from me. My best girlfriend lives there. Um, so I'm in San Clemente all the time. And I I guess he was there too. I don't, that was, yeah. Well, have you met in real life since? Mm, no, we haven't. No. Mm-mm. So I bad. can't even ask you if you've kissed Matt James in real life. <laughs> well, you can still ask. They just have never seen each other, Ashley. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you kissed another guy since Colton? This is what I said. I was like, I don't, this, I told Chris, cause they were asking me this too. I was like, I don't kiss and tell anymore after that show. Oh, okay. Well, not anymore. There I don't go. know. Mysterious. Well, um, Heather, how did it feel then with uh, the women tell all you uh, from everything I've read and seen, you weren't edited out. They just had moved you in and out of the set at times, right? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know what I'm, to, what I'm allowed to say. You these can just days. say that. You can just end that there. We'll we'll make our okay. assumptions. Um, Heather, you uh, any chance you go on Paradise? Um, I don't think so. I don't think Paradise is. I mean, I don't want to ever like again. Like I hate saying like I never would have said I would have gone back on the show. You know that would have been a no. But I don't think that's the show for me. I don't just for multiple different reasons, but, um, yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Hmm. Lots of people have told us that like Derek Pafe once said, there's no way 100%, no way. And then we saw him on the beach two months later. Came I know Derek. that's what exactly that's what I hate. Like, I don't want to ever say like hundred percent because then exactly. I always get annoyed when people say that and then they do it. But, um, as of now, that's kind of where I am. Okay. Well, you're the sweetest. And I feel like everybody is yeah. very attached to you now, even more so than after Colton's season. I, I think that people would like to see you on Paradise. So um, don't rule it out if, uh, if there's a little little part of you that like, like would want to do it. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. That is very kind. Yeah. Super sweet. Thank no, you. you are super sweet. And it was very crappy for us to see the hate that you were getting that week. Um, because we're like, this isn't about Heather. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this isn't Heather doing anything wrong. She's just like exhausting all options and like making sure that she's not missing out on something. Yeah, this could be a Prince Charming. She she was yeah. pursuing love. Um, Heather Martin, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for doing your first interview with us. We appreciate you. We hope to see you back soon on the Almost Famous podcast. Well, thank you guys so much. It was so good to talk to you guys. So Thanks, good talking Heather. to you. See you soon. Bye. See you later. Bye. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm in charge of headlines this week, and we're starting off with Caitlin Bristow's incredible April Fool's prank on Jason Tarjic. It was truly legendary. Um, you guys, I could explain exactly what happens, but it's best for you just to grab your phone, look at Instagram, and see how Caitlin pranked Jason from like 2,000 miles away. She's in New Mexico filming The Bachelorette, and he is, I, I believe, like in, in Tennessee at their home. and long story short she uh sent him a, a naughty picture the night before it was all very planned out and then the next day she had 30 friends from all different realms of their life text him oh my god did you mean to post that on your insta story and then he called her and he was like everybody's everybody's asking if i um posted something on my instagram and i have no idea what they're talking about and then caitlin was like oh my god um was it what I sent you last night? And he is just freaking out. Like you guys have got to see the footage that she has recorded via FaceTime or Zoom or something like that. Just hysterical at how completely anxious he was. And then when she said April Fool's, like you could tell 
that he was annoyed, but it was maybe the greatest April Fool's joke I've ever seen, ever. So definitely pull this up on Instagram. Another April Fool's, which... Darn it, why couldn't it be for real? Uh, Matt James posted earlier in the day on April Fool's Day that it was time. Peace out, beard. Well, everybody got really excited that he was showing his handsome face off again. And just a couple hours later, he posted again on Instagram with the beard in full force, said April Fool's with like his eye closed, uh, saying April Fool's hashtag beard gang so i guess the beard's not gonna go anywhere soon this april fool's kind of reminded me of um michael strahan's michael strahan's was fantastic uh the day before april fool's day i know this is not bachelor related but i think it's worth noting he posted that he was at like the oral surgeon or the dentist or something and he got his teeth his gap his infamous gap fixed and he they must have put you know falsies in there and, uh, you know, there's so many comments like, you look beautiful both ways, but like, oh, I really, really miss the gap. How can you get rid of your signature? And then on April Fool's Day, he revealed that the gap was still there. He said that all the comments are really sweet, but like, I love Michael Strahan. And I thought that was such a fantastic April Fool's too. In not joking news, but wonderful news, Crystal Nielsen gave birth this week. If you follow her on Instagram, she documented the entire thing, slide by slide. So many Insta stories over the past couple of weeks. Um, she gave birth on Wednesday, March 31st, and it was after 18 hours of labor she had an epidural she had to be induced she had even a balloon to help her dilate she said this actually surprisingly delivery was surprisingly easier than she thought and she said that she didn't have like a lot of side effects like barely any tearing uh, minimal swelling she said she peed no problem she was able to walk an hour and a half after the baby was born and right now, we don't have the name for the baby. We know that she is beautiful. Um, and I think we're going to have Crystal on the podcast soon to discuss the entire birth story. But congratulations to one of our almost famous friends. We love Crystal. Um, can't wait to hear the story. In other pregnancy news, oh, apparently my husband's laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? You know what? You do headlines by yourself. No, I know. I understand. I'm I'm sorry. I was walking. I was just grabbing a shirt. Yeah. Like, you know what? You're you throwing me off, too. It's like you're like silently trying to open the closet door. You always come in. <laughs> whenever I'm yeah, but that's you when you're going them. back and forth with somebody, not like trying to do a monologue no, by yourself. I, know. <laughs> I have to do this thing. So I needed to grab my shirt. But anyway, point is, I think it's I was thinking about how I would describe Crystal giving birth. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything is fairies. It's like, yeah, it's great. And I'm so happy for her. And uh um, it's always like weird talking about someone that you're friends with, but like haven't seen in so long about having a child with somebody you don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you, he seems great and um, like I'm so happy for them. And then that's really all I have to say about it. It's but, very because it's such a monumental moment in somebody's life. And yeah. You want to support them. Yeah. Her pregnancy flew by. It felt like just yesterday she announced, but she didn't announce until she was like four months. So that's probably yeah, why. I remember that announcement, that video that she posted where she was like kind of panicking. Oh, yeah, that's right. It feels like the... yesterday. Yeah. Well, do you want to stay here while we talk about the fact that Lauren and Ari are moving to Hawaii? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, where were they? Arizona? Yeah. They like warm weather. 
Why not move to Hawaii? They look like they're doing well for themselves. Well, apparently it was. Did you brush your teeth yet? No way. I mean, yes, I did. Oh, really? I just had a, a bar yeah. and coffee. You and just I had... haven't had much water. Oh, you had coffee since brushing your teeth? I don't remember. You didn't have much water. It's okay. You can back out. Love you. <laughs> okay, so Lauren and Ari are moving to Hawaii. They were there on a baby moon this past week. And I get, I guess they, they, if you watch their video, it makes it seem like they had been planning this move. They, they were on Zillow looking around at, at houses somewhere else. And then she came across this house in Hawaii and she said, without seeing it in person, let's put down an offer. They got the house and uh, they'll be moving in shortly. I don't know when, like maybe after the, the babies are delivered, but it's a four bedroom, two bathroom. It's really spacious. You guys can see the, the entire video. It's also modern. So it's you're on- telling me, sorry to butt in, yeah. but you're telling me, I didn't know this, that they put an offer in on the house without seeing it in person? Yeah. Are they insane? I guess. How do you do that? How are you, how are you just like, yeah, I'll take the photos at their word? They're especially being so prominent on Instagram. They should know better than anybody. You can't take photos at their word. Everything's enhanced and depends on the lighting and it looks better than it actually is. Look, I watched the video and my interpretation of it is that they bought it without seeing it in real life. Or maybe, maybe Lauren didn't see it in real life and Ari went on his own or something. But it was like their baby moon was the first time she saw it in real life. And he was not the realtor. Like he doesn't have his license in Hawaii. He's obviously going to be getting his license in Hawaii. Or are they going to be there full time? Yeah, they're going to be there full time. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. No, it is really cool. It's so unlike us. Like you guys, Jared and I have been just in moved this to Rhode Island. That's the complete opposite of Hawaii. Well, the complete opposite of Hawaii, but also you and I can't put offers on anything. We're scared shitless. And then these people put an offer on something without seeing it. It took me two weeks to buy a brand new pair of sneakers. We we just we have very difficult time spending money. I like that mindset about us. No, I do too. Jared I mean, did. They were $120. He's never bought a pair of sneakers for over $100. He was very excited about well, the there were sneakers. Project Rocks, which is the Rocks line, and he motivates me to work out. So I was like, I need sneakers to like make me feel cool at the gym so I'll feel confident and it will make me work out harder while I'm there. I know. But then it was like, they're $100. What am I doing? And I should buy a pair of $30 sneakers. No, I was like, Jared, you love them. You love them. You're going to go back and treat yourself to them. Anyway, Ari and Lauren, got a new house. Congratulations. More moving news. Rachel Lindsay reunites with her husband, Brian Absolow, in L.A. She goes, R&B are back where they belong, which is together. Uh, they are. They have been apart for a while. Whenever she got the job full-time at Extra, I think early fall, they've been kind of long distance. And now he's living full-time. In L.A., so good for them. That's very nice to have them together again. Then, couples being together. Zach Clark surprised Tasha during the filming of The Bachelorette this week. She said she got a surprise visit, and uh, which made me think. I, I'm so sorry. Long pause. But did they have Zach, like quarantine in another room without telling Tasha for a while because they are strict on the COVID protocols on these sets. So was he testing and staying in another room before surprising her and knocking on her own door? I don't know. 
But that is almost what it makes me feel like they'd have to do for all these for all these set visits, whether it's Zach or Jason. We hope to have Jason on the podcast soon. And that's and we'll ask him about the significant other quarantining. Corinne Olympios reflects on controversial bachelor naps. Well, if you remember, Corinne loved naps. I don't know that this is really <laughs> the most headliney headline you've ever seen, but she was talking about her naps, and there were two of them that really made the girls upset. One was during a pool party back on Nick's season. The other one was during a rose ceremony where she already had a rose. She said that she just wasn't going to not be herself. And she actually said, this is a little bit more interesting to me than the naps. She said that the first night while standing there during the rose ceremony, she felt like she almost fainted, which I can kind of understand because one, so late, you're really tired, you know, completely off a sleep schedule. You are in the highest heels, standing in them still for just like standing still in them, rocking back and forth for like two hours. She said that the balls of her feet were in such pain. And then you may be hungry at that point. I don't know. I was never hungry because I would eat all the hors d'oeuvres. They had so many hors d'oeuvres those nights. And then um, just like all the anxiety. She just said, guys, I need medical attention. Like I am not well. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was horrible. Please please don't do this. God, don't let me faint. So, you know, that's a, that's a fun Corinne quote for you for this week. My friend Nick Vial is launching his own podcast network with Cast Media. So it's not just going to be the Vial files on Cast Media anymore. He's going to expand and be the producer and sometimes guest, sometimes host on other pop culture news and sports podcasts. Um, so congratulations to our friend, Nick. He's, he's becoming a mogul. <laughs> uh, and any, what other headlines do we have this week? Oh, podcast on the topic of podcast, Peter Weber and Dustin Kendrick announced that they're going to have a podcast called bachelors in the city. I think it's supposed to be like ba- sex in the city because they're going to be talking about their single lives and their New York experience on this new podcast. Peter said, we thought it would be kind of cool to share our experiences with our following and just talk about why we love the city so much and bring out a lot of cool, influential people in the city. This is a really fun city and it offers a sense of optimism that not a lot of cities or places in the world do. So um, stay tuned for Bachelors in the City, another Bachelor-related podcast. And here is our last um, headline of the week. It's according to E! Online, and it says that there are Bachelor stars that are apprehensive to join Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Of course, there's been a lot of controversy around the franchise lately. And since casting has become, some members of Bachelor Nation, according to a source, are apprehensive to sign up for Bachelor in Paradise. Some are wondering what direction the season will take and are curious if it will strictly focus on the contestants falling in love. A second source agrees with these sentiments, adding that they have to put um, they've had to put out several asks to bachelor veterans. Many people are declining due to the current state of the ba- of bachelor nation. A lot of people are removing themselves from the franchise. So it will be interesting to see the cast that they get together for Bachelor in Paradise and whether these people, you know, have, have initially cold feet and uh, decide to go with it or whether they really take a stand and don't go forward with future seasons. 
Well, if you didn't notice, Ben had to leave. He had a flight. <laughs> and it's just been me the past 10 or 15 minutes. And I will be signing off right now by saying thanks for listening, guys. We love you so much. Comment, rate us, let us know what you're thinking in the message board and on iTunes. We will talk to you next week. Until then, I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.